Good morning, Grace. Hey, good morning. How are you today? <laughs> really good, actually. Yeah, it's a beautiful rainy day here and it's just, I love being out in the rain. It's gorgeous. Yay. Isn't it lovely? Yeah. It what about you? So How beautiful. are you going? Yeah, it is Yeah, beautiful. same, actually. Same. Had a lovely walk this morning and uh, um, a couple with, uh, with Vic. Which, um, oh, nice. you know, I know today we want to talk about abundance, but, you know, we had some great feedback about that conversation with Rebecca Zardigan last week and nice. her book, i got to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> didn't we? It was, um, but what I noticed was many commented on Beck's courage in the way she was willing to share her journey and experiences, yeah. but also um, her willingness to be vulnerable and yeah. not feel like she had to have everything perfect Um I guess that's one of the things, even as a mother, I'm always inspired by the way she thinks outside the box. So, um, But Mm. today, we're talking abundance, eh? And the beautiful energy of abundance. And you know what you just described about you and Beck going out and, you know, I'm aware you walk on the beach, you know, and um, to me that's abundance, you know, that that beautiful connection with family and... um, the ocean that's just ever flowing and uh yeah it's beautiful to me that's you know because there's abundance people think i think money only and there's just so much more to it yeah i think that's the thing isn't it we we've thought of we've come through a period in life of scarcity which is the opposite of abundance and because of world wars and depressions Mm -hmm. and everything else i think we had belief around it was not easy to earn money. It, even around some of the sayings that I know in my family, it was like, you know, well, money doesn't grow on trees and mm. you have to work hard to, you know, to be successful. And even the old saying that, who do you think you are, Rockefeller? So yeah. it was like as, as if you're ever going to have um, abundance. It's, like, it's and, that, but that was all around money. Yeah, it's that polarity, isn't it? It's that... Um way to get you trapped into the haves and have nots and you know money's evil or good or right or wrong you know yeah instead of just choice right well money's a thing it's a medium of exchange but abundance is an attitude and a and a bountiful feeling you know it refers you know in my experience more to the state within us um, Mm. than to a worldly achievement um so I only understand that now in later life. So. <laughs> yeah, no, so, you know, th- there was this moment that I realised that money doesn't actually solve the problem. It's actually you that does. And I think we put so much power on money as a thing rather than realising that we're the source that creates and money is just the exchange. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I really, you know, in a spiritual sense, it's the word abundance has been used um, and in a way that it's less about material conditions, yeah. um, but more about appreciation of life and its fullness. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah so true, true wealth. You know, where you you just have this yeah. generosity of spirit, and there's an ease and joy in in everything that you be, no matter what shows up. You know, it's. Um, it's I love that. I, I read somewhere that it's the cultivation of respect for the creative energy of the universe. Creative. No, I, I like that. I like the creative energy of the universe thing. Yeah, yeah. you know. And I knew you would. <laughs> talking about energy. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I I've realised more and more um, that 
money or the energy of money, it's really about us being willing to receive it. The energy is there. It's like sunshine. You can, you know, um, how much sunshine are you willing to receive versus there's no sun or there's only a limited sun or only some people get sunlight. It's like, no, everyone's, the sun is there for everybody. And it's, it just shines and shines and shines. It's about you. How, how open are your molecules? How open are your doors um, that you can receive this abundance? And, and the crazy thing is for me, and I, I got it cognitively, but it's not until I, it shifted energetically for me. But when I actually got the energy of receiving and how you cannot contribute. And I spent so much time looking at why can't I contribute and how can I contribute and and just judging myself for on that versus actually receiving. And when you receive what you know, you've got so much to, to gift. Mm. Yeah, that was something I had to learn actually. Um, it was difficult because we all love to give. Mm. But some of us find it difficult to receive. <laughs> some and <laughs> Well, probably, yeah. I'm a probably not us. the only one. Yeah, think, right? <laughs> I think you can count yourself in a in a large percentage of the population. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. You think it's all about you, but then you think, oh no, I can't do that. But mm. I, I actually now, when somebody gives me something, I'm very conscious that I can actually just say thank you without oh, feeling yeah. I've got I've to really offer been looking at that. Back. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah. It's such a different world, um, you know. And this is about the receiving element. You know, if you can't receive a compliment, how are you going to receive a hundred thousand dollars? You know what I mean? If you can't say, you know, when someone says it's a beautiful dress, and you go, "Oh, this old thing," or you know, why do we do that? <laughs> let's let's stop yeah. doing that. <laughs> let's let's choose different. Yeah, I I really, you know, it's so good and it, I don't know what it is about receiving compliments I think that's another whole story actually there's a lot, <laughs> it's there's receiving a lot in that, isn't it's it? the inability yeah. to receive and and you know really that's based on our judgments that um you know whether we're worthy or not worthy or the polite thing or and what I realized it was actually my very close girlfriend that she gifted me this is years ago now but it was the start of me going oh my gosh um she gifted me this crystal necklace and we, we walked into this, this shop and, um, and I told her about this necklace that was sort of calling out to me, a pendant, I should say, that was calling out to me. And I'm not a jewellery person. I don't like things around my neck or ears or wrists. I'm, I'm, you know, it's very unusual for me to choose a pendant. And um, anyway, I walked in there and, and she, she was going in there for herself and um, to have a look at, at things if there was anything for her. And, um, and I just happened to point that out. And anyway, uh, next thing I know... Without, well, I didn't know because um, I went to buy something, and, sh- and she, the the shop lady, said, um, "Do you want to wear that now?" Or, and I said, "What are you talking about?" She said, "Oh, your friends just bought you." And I turned to my friend, and I and I, I can remember this really clearly. I went, "No, no, no!" Like three no's came out of my mouth, mm. and she looked at me and she goes, "Thanks for ruining that for me." Oh. And I just was gutted. And it was the best oh, yeah. thing that I ever experienced. And because I got in that moment, it's not about, it's, you know, you can go, oh, I don't, you know, can have all the languaging of, oh, no, she shouldn't do that. Or she's done so much for me already or whatever it is, right? Mm, um, mm. That's all your stuff. However, let's think about the other side. 
And if someone's just in the joy, in the absolute joy of giving and you shut them down with a no, and even if it's a compliment about your dress, they're feeling so good. Oh, look at you in that dress. You look great. And there's this beautiful, joyous, creative, generative energy. And you go, this whole thing or or look at that hole or, you know, or whatever it is. It it actually hurts. It hurts Mm. the other person. Mm. And so not received well, yeah. Not received, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we don't think about that, and that. So I'm so grateful she she said that, and I turned it yeah. around, and it was the best. I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful she expressed herself that way, so I could get really yeah. get yeah. But I also know that sometimes there's an energy around giving that is not okay either. So <laughs> it, it you're, all depends. You're on talking how about give and take versus gifting and receiving. Yeah, ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something. Yeah, when it's got agendas or control, like I'll give this to you. No, no strings attached. Honest, (laughs) you know, and you can just feel this. Yeah, Yeah. there is there is an energetic link there somehow. But um, yeah, I I know what you mean, and I think I'm sure you know one of the reasons that we should be checking in on our beliefs is just to see if they're still working for us because we have inherited <laughs> yes. a lot of those haven't we uh-huh. where our behaviors have become um what we think is true but it's not necessarily still true for you or or others so it's great that we're just conscious in every moment to check in on that energy stuff um one of the things I remember reading something that says, well, how do you develop abundance in your life? And this was so simple when it just said, expand the energy of abundance and eliminate the energy of scarcity. And I went, oh, that sounds simple enough. But then when I read um, some more about that, well, what does that scarcity and abundance look like? And I'd love to just read some of the things that somebody wrote because it I did. I, as I said, I've never had language around it, a lot of things, but when I read this, it just resonated with me. And from scarcity, it's um, you're the victim. Um, you're either a victim, a bully, or you're simply checked out if you're in that. If you have a point of view of scarcity, and if you have a point of view of abundance, it's like you're in the driver's seat of life. And I went, oh, I can relate to that. And then it went on to say about. Um, the physical energy, and here we go about energy again, but it means if you're in scarcity, your body would be contracted. Um, so you'd become small, you would have tense shoulders, clenched jaw, and you'd be short of breath. But if you're in abundance with that energy, mm. you'd be relaxed and alert, expansive posture, and you'd be just grounded and balanced. Uh, you'd be fully present, breathing deeply and evenly. And I went, whoa. How, and then it started to occur to me about this affects our health and well-being. Yep, sure does. Well, and I hadn't sort of, it's like, okay, I hadn't connected the dots really until yeah. I started to see this. So if we have an abundance mentality, then it's actually going to create greater in all areas of our life. As we've said, it's never just about the money. But, um, and I, I don't know, but, but this this one as an emotional energy of scarcity is about you're draining the energy in the room and you're feeling frustrated, you're impatient, anxious, afraid, overwhelmed or angry and powerless. Mm. 
Mm. And you're giving your power over to what the group thinks and to pressure. And I thought, whoa, I know that feeling. Mm. Wowzers. Yeah. It's nice when people actually put words to things to help people out. Go, ah, okay, that's, you know. Mm. Because, you see, this is something I was talking to my sister about the other day about as we were growing up, we never had a vocabulary around needs. It Mm. was not okay for us to have needs. Our job was to look after somebody else's needs. And and I realised that if you don't have a vocabulary around things, then it's difficult to change. So, you know, in a child... Sorry, go. Go ahead. No, no, honey, go. Well, I'm just saying from a child's perspective, and I know our little one, um, one of our little ones had said to his mum, um, you know, give me some strategy for how I can handle <laughs> I love it. it when he says that. I know, I know, oh, I do too. So good. But I also got that it can be, you know, a little symptom of trauma. And it's like, how do, how do I stay safe here? And if he thinks he's got something in his toolbox to cope with something, then... Um, you know, it's just an energy. I think that's what that's what I would call a scarcity energy because it does go into that anxious and afraid and overwhelmed and powerless. You know, so um, you start to sort of see how all these things are linked. Hey? Definitely. You know, for me, po- poverty consciousness isn't is an addiction. It's actually a, a voice of trauma, and you know, it's. The way I, I read a book and um, I, I, I'm totally stealing this author's um, analogy. I love it so much. I, and forgive me, I didn't know I was going to be saying this. So I, his name is Richard and I don't know how to pronounce his surname, Schultz. But he's got he's got a couple of books out there and um, No Bad Parts is one of them. So <laughs> hopefully with that information, yeah. you'll, you know, we can pop it in the links too. But he talked yeah. about the the self, you know, as in, and when and when he talks about the self, he's meaning that he's meaning that infinite being, you know, when you pass over that that ever, um, it you know that ever it, that that essence, if you like, um, essence, and yeah, and he said it's like the sun, and the sun never changes as far as it's always shining. However, if you've got trauma, and this is my little additive, it's like if you've got trauma, and you you imagine them as clouds. So it's when you so you can look at that and go, wow, the sun's either gone completely. In other words, I've got no connection to myself, that part of me, that infinite part of me at all, or it might be that you've got you know decent clouds, but so you're getting little glimpses. And and my my awareness is that um, when you have a lot of those clouds and you've just lost sight of the sunshine, you are, and the sun is is isn't broken. At all, mm. and we can think we are when we have, you know, trauma, etc. And yeah, and so one of the things that is addictive, compulsive, and addicted to poverty consciousness is definitely one of them. <laughs> and mm. and you're looking at the the clouds instead of actually realizing you're the sun, you know, that you can actually be you and shine. Mm. Well, you know that fits with the emotional energy in mm. this. Um, in this other article that I read, and it was, it talks about how you energize and inspire others, and it's like yes. you're feeling empowered and positive, and like you're working on something bigger than yourself, and that you're yes. excited about the challenges yes. and the and the growth ahead. So you get out of judgment, you become totally present, 
and just be in the moment without thinking, oh, what strategies am I going to use to survive this or to deal with this? Because you know they're going to come when you need them. I love that. But, you know, and the last one that I wanted to share with our listeners as well is about the mental end. This has all been new to me, so I just wanted to share it. I I love that. um, such a good thing to, when we can get some language around things, isn't it? But mm. the, the mental energy of scarcity, um, that's where we feel confused or disorganized or we're narrow in our thinking and we're only focusing on what's not working. And the typical thought pattern, and it seems relevant for everything in life at the moment, is I have no choice. Yeah. Whereas um, the abundance mental energy is around the feeling of clarity. You have the ability to perceive multiple angles and listen actively and notice what others are not seeing. It means you're you're flexible and adaptable. And in your typical thought pattern is, I always have a choice. If I were to notice something new, what would it be? And it's also, you have a non, this is business crisis, a non-judgmental beginner's mind. So no matter your age, you're always willing to be in a position of a beginner in relation to that moment in time. So we don't have to come at it with, this is how much I know. It's like, oh, what's possible here today that I didn't know before? Yeah, it's it's getting out of the um, conclusion and being in the question, right? That, that curiousness, like, oh, you know, what can show up today? There's no conclusion, yeah. yeah, of how it should be or what you're willing to receive or not. It's just this playful, oh, universe. <laughs> and, and you know, when you talk about no choice, I, I know we've all been there, I've been there, and, you know, I realised that no choice is a choice um, and it's mm. really all about energy. Uh, when you've got no energy in your system, it's, it's in, my, in my interesting point of view, if you have no energy – then you have no choice. You feel like you have no choice. And if you have more energy into the system, you'll have the ability to go from no choice to true choice. Mm, absolutely. It frees up, you know, I was watching somebody do something. So first of all, let's just get up and move the energy and do some star jumps or just dance or do whatever. Yeah. And it, I think it was on a Zoom call and they showed um, photos of other people who'd left their video camera on and people of all ages were dancing, but yeah. as they did it, I became really conscious of how the energy shifted. Yep. And and it was like, oh, wow, I can now think more clearly. So exactly. I really get movement means so much to us, doesn't it? Um, I, I do this, um, you know, I grew up with Wonder Woman and, um, you know, when she'd twirl. <laughs> Oh, lovely. And you'll be surprised. I mean, the, the Dervish dancers do that as well, you know, but there's a very big difference when you're just walking normally, autopilot walking, comfortable walking, and when you do something different, your body goes, whoa, hang on, what's happening? <laughs> and it just brings mm. more energy in. And so, you know, those out there, why don't you try it, even if you're male, why don't you try a super mm. superwoman or a superman 12? <laughs> and you'll, you'll notice the yeah. difference, the influx of energy. You know, and, and it's I've funny. I've heard as, you say that and it's so true. <laughs> as you were talking about these, um, you know, emotional energy, mental energy, etc. what I'm hearing is, you know, the scarcity mindset um, or, you know, all the poverty mindset um, is actually dense, no energy. And if you want to use the analogy of, of Richard, the author, um, it's the clouds. It's you focusing on the clouds and not you, not being you. And when you're being mm. you 
on the other side that you were describing, the abundance, that's the sunshine. And, um, and as I said, you're not broken. So when you choose to be you, you, know, you choose to be the sunshine, the clouds aren't there. You're being the sun. Mm, However, there's choice and energy that. there. That's, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's hard when I you're in an eclipse that, to see yeah. the sun, right? <laughs> so I get it, guys, depending on where you're at. Oh, wow. I, I know that um, something else I read about some ways that you can create that abundance mindset and one of them is about recognizing the power of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's exactly what you're talking about. If you're thinking you're the clouds, then yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but another way too, and I love this about ways to live an abundant life, is about making the best use of your time. How often do we sort of just almost um, wait out the day or fill it in by watching mindless something. Um, but I really get that, and it's okay, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but when it becomes an, a reason not to engage in your life, because as we've said before, we've only got one life and, and as this person, and so if we're going to not be intentional and live it consciously, then it, it's, not going to, uh, you know, I just think when we get to the end, how do we want to feel? So if there's business that feels like it's undone, then perhaps, and we've decided we don't want to feel like that, then perhaps we need to think right now about, okay, what what is it that I do want? But the other thing is about knowing our own unique strengths. And often we get to an age where we think, oh, I'm past that or I'm too old for that. Well, I guess we are then. <laughs> <laughs> what, is what I would say. <laughs> what, you are your but thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sounding British exactly. all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and one of another one was forgive and forget, which, um, you know, I'm not too sure, you know, some people make that mean that it's cancelling out what happened, but it's not. It's really just saying I'm not going to let that impact me anymore. So, um and staying away from doubt and fear. Hey, they're all about the mindset and recognizing that power of our thoughts. So, um, yeah, it, it's interesting yeah. as you're talking. What's coming to me is the the gift of particle versus wave, and I don't mean it necessarily like the how science talks about it, but it's the density or the or the space of possibilities, particle or wave. But I I tend to use particle and wave with my clients because we have parts, we have voices of trauma. And um, so, you know, if you have a part, it, any, from, from just, oh, you've left the oven on or check this, we think it's who we are, but they're actually parts. And, um, mm. and so if you've got a part that's addicted to poverty mindset or a part that's addicted to watching way too many films or whatever it is, that's not your sunshine. That's just you doing the best you can with the voice of trauma to cope with. And depending on what's happened to you, of course, that might be parts that you don't want to, you don't want to know about or... And, you know, and what I would love to invite people to is every part of you is beautiful, even if it doesn't feel it. And, and yes, you can choose to, you know, move those clouds away, which is trauma work, or you can choose to just be the sun, <laughs> you know, mm. depending on what, where you're at. Because, of course, you know, mm. on your energy levels, 
it's very, you know, when people go, just leave for a domestic violence. You know, that's like when you've got an eclipse and they go, just go to the sun. What sun? I can't see a sun. You know, so it's impossible in that moment for that person to have access to the sun. They're in an eclipse, for example. But depending on how much energy you have and, you know, how much possibility. But there's definitely, um, you can choose to focus on the particles, which is, you know, that density, etc. Or you can choose to actually be present to the waves. And uh, mm, that space, like that. that space between, and that's where I'd love you guys to go. You know, if you're feeling like I, you know, I don't have any money, that's you focusing on the particle. That's just a point of mm. view. It's a density. It's a conclusion. It's a thought. And there'll, there'll be space between those molecules. That if you are willing to be in that space, you'll start to see other molecules. And some of those other molecules, or I should say, particles, might be. Let's do this. What's possible here? <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, you know, <laughs> what other choices do <laughs> I have? <laughs> oh yeah, and but sometimes you peek out and you think, oh, I don't want to do that today. Oh, well, so, no, okay well, too, what you're what you just mm. described is a part. So mm. the the sun it doesn't have those conversations, you know. Like I had a, I've got a regular Zoom. Of, I call them the poppers, <laughs> our weekly poppers group. And yes. um, one of the girls said, you know, oh, I can, you know, the universe keeps telling me, and it gets stronger and stronger, and then it finally slapped me on the face. And I said to her, no, the universe doesn't do that. And she's like, what? Tell me more. And I said, the universe is ever giving. It's ever giving. And it doesn't have a point of view. It doesn't go, oh, I need to give you more information to, and I'll get it, give it to you firmer and firmer and then I'm going to slap you across the face. That would be a part that actually says, you know what, I'm not going to change until it looks like this. And for you, it looks like a slap on the face. For others, like I hear it with DV, you know, I won't leave until the kids are 18 or I won't leave until he breaks bones or, or she. You know, I'm very aware it's both. Um, yeah, so it's... It's really about what do you choose and how much energy do you have and go for the lightness always. Mm. Yeah, I love that. You've often said about, you know, you can't leave a situation if you don't have the energy. So, you can't. Um, yeah. But, and you can't and have choice. Just relating. Mm. Well, and it's not just relating to DV. It's no. about anything in mm-hmm. life, isn't it? With um, any sort of trauma. Um but, yeah, so what do you think about some home play then, Grace? I think you've just um, highlighted a few things we could do. Follow the lightness. <laughs> Follow the lightness, eh? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, look for the space. Just look for the space. the difference in feeling, isn't it? You know, because you know whether it feels light and, and you can oh. think, or you're just heavy and dense. Eh? I've got something. Um, mm-hmm. It does have a wee little bit of a story first. It's um, Brene Brown. Okay. I love her. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, she was talking about foreboding joy. And, um, and you know, I think a lot of parents, she used, used this example of um, – actually, no, she used, she used two examples, but one was Oprah. And um, she was offered to speak at Soul Sunday in Chicago. And as she was leaving her husband walking out of the door – um, she turned around and I can't remember. She, I can't remember exact words, but it was basically, "Look, honey, you know the chances of me getting to Chicago are slim." <laughs> you know, because it's and this is what we do. We can't when something really good's about to happen. We go, "Oh, something bad's going to happen." You know, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to die in, on the plane or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And um, and then she gave the exa- another example of her her children or her, ch- her daughter or whatever had um, whoever had visited, and they were leaving with um, their partner. And as they're getting into the car, and as soon as she just said getting into the car, as a mum, the first thing I went to is, oh, God. You know, because we do. We think, oh, I don't want them to have an accident. 
right? Mm. And she mm. says, and this is how we're, we're actually trained. Our brains are trained to look for the problems. And it yeah. came right back from the, the days, caveman days, where you're always looking out for the bear, you know, or the, the, the monster that's mm-hmm. going to get you, the animal that's going to attack you. And, mm. um, and we're wired that way. And what she said is she's worked out the antidote to, to foreboding joy so you can truly just receive the joy of the moment and don't mess it up with she's going to get killed in a car accident, right? Mm. Or whatever it is. Mm. I'm never going to get that book interview because I'm going to die in a plane crash beforehand. And, yeah. um, and she said it's gratitude. So maybe this week's home play can be anytime you have, whether it's foreboding joy or a heaviness or a twistedness, be grateful. And she goes on to say the story of they're getting, they're starting to get into the car and she starts calling out because she's got this foreboding joy. She's calling out, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for your car. I'm so grateful to have seen you. I'm so grateful, so grateful. And um, and her partner went, is your mum okay? <laughs> you know, it's like, she's like, no, no, she's just doing the gratitude thing so she doesn't go into the, you know, the doom and gloom of us never seeing each other again because we're going to die. Uh, and we do oh, that. I love that. Yeah. Yes, so we choose do. gratitude. Yes. <laughs> So focus on gratitude mm-hmm. to create and an the space of possibilities. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. And also surround yourself with people who have that abundance mentality. I think it can be draining, as we said before. If someone, if, you know, all your friends and family have got a scarcity um, emotional feeling about it, then life feels hard. So um, yeah, just just notice, just notice where you feel light and expansive as well. So that's. That has worked for me, I know. So, wow. well, thank you, Grace, for today. And I like that home place. So, we're looking well, I'm, I'm adding in yours as I'm adding in something you just said because, you know, have a look at who's around you and how, mm. much, how much space is in their universe. Are they spacious, positive? You know, do they have energy or are they more dense, worried, you know, buying into that forebodingness? And, yeah, maybe look at um, bringing in people into your universe that have that spaciousness. And it might even be like you don't have to actually meet them. There's lots of authors and people online that you can connect to them energetically and then they can, you know, you can receive their space that they function from, yeah. you know. Mm. Oh, that's doable then, isn't it? It is. Yeah. We don't need anybody You don't know excuses do then, right? You can be on the couch <laughs> meeting some really spacious, delicious person online <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I've got more choice. And I just, just, from, just from that, yeah. it can be that simple. It can. It can well, blow away those great. clouds. I'll- <laughs> well, we'll talk next week, eh? Hey? And I hope you Sounds enjoy like a the plan. rain. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm loving the rain. I'm definitely going to go outside. It's you know when raindrops fall on your skin, it's just beautiful. You know, just mm. allowing that. Of course, not when it's cold. If you, you know, if you're in living in a snow environment, and rain might not be your your greatest choice to be out there with. You know, letting it fall yeah. over your body, but um, definitely, yeah, it's a beautiful thing when you allow you know that connection with nature. That's abundant for and me. Grace, Grace, just before we go, yeah. um, I know it's your lovely dad's birthday today yeah, and birthday, he's not pa. long passed over. Yes. He, he, was, he helped in your um, oh, development yes. of, of abundance, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, a, a, just a beautiful father, a beautiful man and abundant on all levels. You know, he'd share his wisdom. Um, he was always ha- helpful financially. He, just a beautiful man, a real generosity mm. of spirit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he did well. He's got a beautiful daughter that I know. 
Okay. All right, sweetheart. Well, we'll talk again soon. Okay. Take care. And thanks, guys, for listening in. Bye. Bye. Bye.